Dueling Dialogues presents His and Hers with Grace Matthews, Caddy Man, and Connor Murphy. Welcome to episode 15 of His and Hers with Grace Matthews and the Caddy Man in the heart of the USA, Springfield, Missouri. Howdy, you two. Hello. Hey, 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 we're here. <laughs> right on. We are here, and uh, life is a changing, you know? Yeah. I mean, 2020 has to be known as the year of change in, in ways that most of us never dreamt of. Yeah. You know what, though? The last 10 years, I would have said every year that we were in was the year of change, and it just changes more and more yeah, and more. Yeah, it gets, it gets bigger. Oh, gosh. Yeah, what's going to happen in 21? Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, that brought me to uh, the thought for the week, and that is awareness precedes change. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that... You know, awareness is what it's all about. We're living in very trying times. We've got COVID, we've got race relations, we've got this election year, and um, it affects our families and our relationships. Right. Well, quarantine alone affects the mental health of absolutely everybody. I don't care who you are, you're going to get cabin fever. Exactly. And, um, it's funny because, you know, we're big Yellowstone fans. Yeah. Today, Kelly Riley, who plays Beth Dutton, said, you know, basically Yellowstone, you know, these are these are kind of bad people, you know. Right. They will do anything it takes to uh, keep their life the same. She said, it is really a reflection you know, of what is going on in the world. It's just going on within this Dutton family, and, you know, everybody's trying to hold on to what they had, which is, you know, kind of the premise of the show. You got this family of ranchers that are trying to hold on to the land. Right. And COVID has kind of threatened what we had. Yeah. Uh, will we have any more? I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know either. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Will it be, will our lives as we knew it ever be back again? I almost think you cannot have this kind of change and ever go back because you, you've taken away an innocence. Yeah. What's going to be the next virus to you? Um, well, and they're, they're, they're saying that once we get a cure for this one, there will be another one. Yeah, so instilling fear. Uh, yeah, I'd say people have a lot of fear. They do, and it's it's affecting our families. I mean, we have people in our families that we have not seen for five months. Right, exactly. You know, um, because there are health risks. If someone were to give a few people in our family COVID, they run a they run a risk of not making it. Right, right. Well, my brother just um, had an infection, so he was hospitalized for for about a week. And uh, yeah, there was many days that nobody could go in and see him. So uh, yeah, I can't imagine that. I mean, I've had surgery in a in another town, and it's it's pretty darn depressing because you don't have friends and family coming see you. 
right? Sure, um, sure. So I, I know that that is tough, very tough. And I'm sure, you know, he's he's looking forward to the rest at home right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had the same circumstances with myself and my son. When we've been at least three, three and a half hours from family. And it, it's tough, but... Um, I didn't really feel like we were at risk of dying. I can't imagine uh, a loved one being in the hospital and, and you know they're probably not going to make it and you can't be with them. Right. What a stress that is on families. But also, just to bring it down a notch or two, what I don't have little children right now. I do have two granddaughters and I do know that our son and his wife have decided not to send our granddaughter to school this year. They will homeschool her, at right. least until the first semester is over, because they feel like it's too much of a risk. I don't, I don't blame them. I see it both ways. You know, on one hand, I want my granddaughter to be with friends, and in another sense, I don't want her getting COVID and bringing it home to someone that shouldn't have it. Right. Right. Um, Kids don't have the awareness of what a virus is even, you know. Um, exactly. My, well, little you know. Grand, my, my little granddaughter said that COVID makes you wash your hands. That's what she well, thinks COVID is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our granddaughter said basically the same thing. She called it poison ivy. <laughs> Just like poison ivy. I, I mean, I think she's at the stage everything's like poison ivy if it's bad. But. <laughs> Well, you know, what's really happened on this, too, is most people aren't, uh, don't like to be isolated. It's unhealthy. Yeah. And this isolation of people has made them, I don't know, stir crazy, whatever. So when they can get out, they want to do something. And... Maybe that's what's causing some of these 21-year-olds and 18-year-olds to not heed the warnings and not act in the appropriate manner, because that's like caging up a you know a caged lion and letting him out and saying, "Yeah, don't don't go eat that meat that's hanging over there." Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it is kind of this is so. Well, you have different. two, and you have those two ends of the spectrum. You've got the one you're talking about where you've got kids having house parties and they're now trying to arrest these kids because there was a house party, I guess, last night that was on the internet. 300 people attended. They're going to start, they're going to arrest everybody. Yeah. Okay, they've got pictures. Okay, so you got kids like you're seeing that, you know, they're like caged animals. They're ready to get out. Then today I had to take my aunt to the doctor who has several illnesses. She's older and she's got a couple of cancers. And, and she is nearly in a panic when you get her out. Right. And, and when she panics, she can't remember anything. We lost her husband today. I mean, you know, it, it, it's too stressful. Right. So you've got all of these issues. And you go, well, don't have school. Okay. Then you got parents that can't go to work. Right. Then you go have school. You know, because kids need that interaction, they need to learn, and kids don't get it very badly anyway. But you gotta have teachers, you know, and teachers aren't children. Right. And then they say, well, you're gonna have to teach them in pods. Well, 
where are you going to get all those teachers? If you have a pod of six instead of a pod, you know, a classroom of 24, where are you going to get those extra four teachers? Yeah. And, and really, how can you imagine um, children on Skype or Zoom? Like and some kids how don't many even have access. Yeah. how many kids would it take before it gets out of hand and you're not able to control anything? Well, yeah, their attention span is like seconds anyway. And then how do you have a classroom of kids and say, "Oh, we're going to social distance"? Have you ever taken care of kids? Yeah, yeah. How do you not touch them? Yeah, don't get <laughs> in my space. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know they got. You know, snot hanging down their nose. Or I mean, how do you not direct them, touch them, get close to them? I mean, and sometimes kids just need hugs. Yeah, I mean, exactly. they really just need hugs. You yeah, know, exactly. how, how do you do all this? And where are you going to find these substitutes? Yeah. And how are you going to afford them? A lot of school systems don't have very much money. Ours included. And I don't think there's money for extra teachers. Not no, four that, times as many. And, and then, you know, the interaction of children, that's how they learn. They get a lot of their learning at small ages and in, in grade school, let alone junior high and high school. Absolutely. How to interact with all different types of people, how to follow rules. There's not going to be any and rules. And play. Play teaches. You know, there's not going to be any rules on Skype. Right. And, I mean, you know, how do you enforce it? You know, that's... Yeah, I don't, one, I don't know. That one school said they didn't want kids wearing pajamas when they were on online. Skype. Yeah, on Skype. Well, I think that's oh, a good boy, idea, that, but what's that, really, that changes their <laughs> mantra. That, so... That does, does that mean they can't learn when they're their pajamas? They have to have on a t-shirt and shorts, or they're gonna if, they're gonna try and enforce a, a dress code? That's what they <laughs> said. I don't, I don't know how they're gonna do it. But. Uh, well, I am very concerned about how you know parents that you know, both parents need to go to work or maybe they're in a, in a household yeah. that has only one parent. How, you can't leave kids at home. What are these people doing? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess with the increase in the number of teachers you'd need, you'd also need to increase childcare as well. Exactly, and if um, kids are going to childcare, they might as well go to school. Yeah. You know, I mean, our, our daughter-in-law quit her job right before this or right about the beginning of this. So she's at home with our granddaughters, but um, it's, it's, it's tough because right now there are a lot of people that need to get back to work. Yeah, and when will that be? Because right now it seems like we're we're taking a kind of a step backwards, or at least here, as Walmart uh, is requiring people to use masks now, and probably all of the other retail stores are going to follow suit. So, I don't know, step backwards? I You know, it's a step ah. backwards, but I think what you find in the United States is... Uh, there's the first round of lawsuits are out there. So 
somebody gets COVID at your place of business, um, right. you're at risk. Now, one of the things I get um, HR um, for human resources, I get like uh, newsletters and the laws and the rules and you know, they've got a whole list of things your business should do to help certainly not eliminate a lawsuit, but um, as a preventative and one is shut down things like water fountains. Right. Because people, whether they, you know, if they get it and somebody, because they're, they're tracking everybody's phone, so they can tell you when someone gets, for example, when someone in Springfield gets diagnosed, on our phones we get every business they went to. Right. And what days while they were infectious. So those businesses that are listed are kind of at risk of lawsuits. Right. Like so, so if they have done their due diligence, that's going to help. Like, you know, cover up the water fountains and well, you know, have sanitizing stations. Some of the stores here will not allow you to use reusable grocery bags. And oh, really? um, some of them won't refill your own container or like use your own container. They'll give you disposable everything. So, uh, you know, uh, six Gosh, months ago. Step backwards. I yeah. Mean, remember back when San Francisco, you can, you had to bring your own bags? Yeah. And, uh, and, and no straws and plastics is bad. But boy, oh boy, did they ever benefit from COVID? Because <laughs> there's plastic everywhere this. now. Yeah, you know, and then there's all these uh, businesses have their own cup because they want you to come back if you you know you buy the cup you can you know fill this 44 ounce cup for 79 cents instead of oh yeah are they still doing that oh well not now they're not I don't don't know I've never done that anyway back um yeah I hadn't thought about that a lot of people do we have a place called Come and Go and they've got you know, stores all over town, and people will go there every day to get their coffee or their soda they drink, you know, and if you buy their cup, like Caddyman says, you can fill it up for some hugely reduced price. Right. But, yeah, nasty. I mean, that's how it's going to be viewed now, and before, it was like the ecological friendly thing to do. Yeah, because you weren't, you know, using more plastic. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we recycle absolutely everything here. If it's plastic, it goes to recycle. So we're on an island. No place for plastic. Right. Yeah. So also we health. We should be better here. We should be better at recyclers. Mm-hmm. Also, Health Canada just approved a drug called Remdesivir for IV use with severe COVID cases. But I don't know if they've done trials that are successful. I don't know anything. I I'm. I heard a little bit about that drug. I have. Well, right. you know, we, you know, Russia cured it. Remember? Did you see that? Putin. Oh, Putin did it. Oh, oh good yeah. for him. I, I don't know. I hope I hope he did for his country's sake. Yeah. Me too. So I really do, <laughs> and, and I I really do think we're probably going to get a vaccine in October. I don't know how long that will take to reach. Um, enough people that we can go back to some sort of semblance of our old life. I just don't think we're going to go back. Right. I, I think that this has changed everything. 
I think you're right. You know, maybe we will be like, you know, in Hong Kong where they've been wearing masks for gosh how long yeah. now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the air has been so bad. Right. Now. So maybe it just gets to where you're, you know, that's part of your, your garb. Yeah. Just to grab your mask. I, I, I really hate the mask thing. I mean, it irritates my skin. And when it's hot, I, I don't get panicked, but I really, really hate it. Right. When it's hot, it steams up my glasses. Yeah, That's the problem. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah. If you wear glasses, it's a nightmare. And really, if you don't wear glasses and you wear a mask, you're kind of exposing yourself. You know, exactly. your eyes are certainly maybe as big an entry point as your mouth. Yeah, you bet. So, um, if I'm going into a place that I'm really worried about it, I put on my glasses with my mask. Right. Um, and I don't know, maybe soon they're going to require shields or goggles. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but you could use the cover of Krispy Kreme donut box because it's got a window in there. You just have to <laughs> put some elastic around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that would work. You know? Yeah, I never thought of that. You know, and then you could, I guess, taste it. When no, yeah. Disposable, too. Yeah. Do you, do you use disposable masks? Yes, we do. Okay, yeah. we use them that you can wash. Well, uh, you know, there, there's medical personnel in the house, so we've always had uh, rubber gloves and masks here for, you know, anything. Yeah. Any kind of health use, so yeah. and cooking, yeah. Yeah. and see, it makes a difference here because we have an ordinance that you do have to wear a mask in any retail right establishment. Well, here, it's more city by city, or it is here uh, too. It is here too. Yeah, or the store will decide yeah. that this is what we're doing, and some of them put up a backlog for, for their stance on it to, to wear a mask, which I think is a little ridiculous. If you want to shop there, wear a bloody mask. Yeah, yeah. Simple. I, I, you know, if I had a business, I think I would require it. And you don't uh, want to wear a mask, shop somewhere else. Shop right. somewhere else or get on Amazon. Just quit bitching you know, about it. <laughs> you don't have to wear a mask to shop Amazon. Yeah. But I'm... Um, there, there are all kinds of things. Today, the NCAA decided there would be no sports till after January. Right. Uh, college sports. Um, think about those seniors. Are, are, are they going to come back and play another year? Um, or, you know, their eligibility, I assume they will keep their eligibility. They don't lose those a year. Places, yeah, they, they um, at least lose. at the colleges that can afford to keep them keep their scholarships alive. Yeah. I, I'm sure there are some schools that would be quite a financial burden. Um, but college sports, and um, I know that the quarterback for Clemson, what's his name? Lawrence. Lawrence. He just had decided not to go on to the NFL and play out his senior year. Hmm. Um, well, he changed his mind. Yeah, you know, and... and I heard some outtakes from some of the coaches of the big schools in the in the uh, Big Ten and in the Pac-12, and from some of the athletic directors, and they were saying that they think that having their and this was all football, 
having their kids there where they could keep them under control in an environment that they could control to keep them from running amok as college students do that it would be better than having them not under any kind of quarantine or, or situation where they can be watched right. but I guess the uh, presidents or the the presidents uh, didn't feel that way at the schools and uh, voted against it so they're pro- postponing it trying to uh, figure out a way I guess they're postponing it trying to hope for a you know a vaccine yeah. the only thing I can think of because they have to have that money yeah you have to have the vaccine they have to have the money to 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 change unfortunately athletics supports a lot of the school functions you know scholarships regardless of whether they're academic or sports minded but that revenue so many schools count on that revenue and it's it is astronomical from television and the the day and the games. Well, sure, and you know, just you know, the fans. But I learned today that Missouri State University, which is our alma mater, and is in Springfield, they rented out a whole hotel with the idea that as students get sick, they will have a place to quarantine them. What do you think about that? Oh, wow. Before the school starts, they just went ahead and rented out the whole, I don't even know which hotel. Um, they, I don't know that they released that information. Right, they probably Who wants to stay at that hotel? But um, because they know they're going to have cases, they know that they're going to have to quarantine. Why? They just decide to be ready for it. You know, then that's, that's the biggest thing is just like the students going onto campus. Let's try to figure out ways for it to happen, not ways why it can't happen. You know, they're, they're ha- it's just like these restaurants that they've been forced to close. A lot of these restaurant owners have come up with ways to let people be in there and be at least as safe as possible. Right. But let's let them figure out a way to make it happen. Let's don't just say, well... It can't happen no matter what. Well, well that's and not it's the like way you it said is. the other day, you have a choice. Yeah, no one's holding a gun for you to walk at your head to walk into that store or that restaurant. If I feel safe enough to go in there and eat dinner by myself or with my family, I should be allowed to do that. Right. I, I agree with you. But I, and I do think that this is causing stress, you know. Um, how are relationships bearing? I mean, um, some relationships are, are finding new life. Some are ending in divorce. Yeah. I know my aunt today was talking about how her husband just keeps sleeping. He's so bored. <laughs> and how she feels all alone and isolated. Right. I mean, they're older. Um, how healthy is that? Yeah, it's not. It's not healthy. Yeah, Mentally you know, and physically. It's just like, uh, you know, wanting to take a, uh, you know, most people would enjoy to take a two or three day weekend, just a little getaway. Where do you go? Where do you go? Where, what's open? What yeah. can you do? And uh, it's it's changed the, um, 
society has changed and it's just amazing to where when will return what will return to I don't know well this weekend we've got something different going on we've got a friend she's not going to tell her family where she's going and she's coming here for the weekend there you go I mean so we're going to have one person I think here we are limited to 10 people is it or have they changed that uh, that doesn't even that doesn't even our family dinners. Yeah, you know what you're gonna have to do though is sterilize with a lot of wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think mine will be tequila, but you know it'll work. Oh, even better. There you yeah. go. But she's coming here. It's one person, so it will change our dynamics a little bit. And her family thinks she's going out of town. Ah, there you go. So, you know, it'll, it, 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 you got to get creative. And we've yeah. talked about that on other shows. We have tried to get really, really creative. And, um, you know, sometimes it works. Sometimes, though, we, as, as much as we have tried and as many things that we have done, I, I'm kind of missing other people's song. Yeah, for sure. Um, although, I tell you, when we go out in public here, I couldn't tell anything was different. You couldn't? I think no. people here are well, just way too serious. Traffic gets um, considerably uh, more dense in, in summer here, of course. Um, sure. And, and it, it is a holiday destination. So our summers here are fairly busy traffic-wise and people-wise. And, and right now, I, I really can't tell the difference from last year to this year. It's just everybody's got gloves or masks in the car. That's it. Interesting. That's... That's interesting because here every place is suffering. That is a tourist destination. Oh my goodness. I find strangers are are a little more apt to speak with you. Really? See, I I sort of see the opposite. Well, the the common point is now how are you handling this or how's it going with this or. How's your family? Yeah, is your family okay? Is your family okay? Yeah, you know, it, it, I guess it's uh, it's just a different set of rules now. Yeah. yeah. And you have to think about how do people that live alone, how are they faring? You know, and I hope that um, our listeners are not suffering terribly from, you know, psychological or emotional issues because they're alone. Right. I mean, even if you're tired of somebody at your house, at least there's somebody there. Yeah. And so you really got to use Skype, Zoom, phone. Right. You know, don't get, don't let yourself get too down. Yeah. And and if you are down, and if you are down, get help. Make a call. Go see your doctor. Make a call. Exactly. And I, I think that is um, the moral of the story. You know, if um, you need help financially, there are services out there. If right. you need help with your emotional or mental health, you know, there are hotlines, there's doctors, there's therapists online. You know, um, a lot of the doctors will do a tele, uh, telephone or right. a internet call. Um, use all those resources. Do not let COVID beat you. Beat you. Right. Well, you guys stay safe. Absolutely. We you will. too. And um, everybody keep your head up. Yeah, you bet. And don't forget, move that coffee table. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> Do something in that living room. Dance, exercise, yoga, meditate. Do something. It helps. Yeah. It will help you. You'll feel better. Five minutes, ten yeah. minutes, Have whatever good, you can throw in. Have a good visit with your friend, and uh, everyone, thanks for listening. Okay, thank you. See you soon. Bye now.